This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love? Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having? Oh, it's got got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing, but well, to myself. That goes without saying. But what yeah. dip? Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip. Yeah. But where can people get it? So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, it's via participating restaurants only. 18 plus. Rewards. Registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. So, see mcdonalds.com for full details. Welcome to the Alienville podcast. This is a signing special, seeing as there's been three signings this weekend. Um, but we'll also cover a few bits and bobs as well. So I'm joined by Bez. He's back in the dressing gown. The temperature's dropped. How's it going? It's all right. It's all right. Dressing gown's back on. Tell the football season's coming up now. The summer's over. The ashes are fucked. The Aussies are cheating. And we, we are doing a podcast. Hang fire. Hang fire. Cheating's a bit far. Okay. You're right, it is. Because what they did is within the laws of the game. Yeah. And I'm not going to say it, I'm a massive cricket fan for anyone that thinks God business. I don't. I watch England, that's it. But I don't feel as though it was in the spirit of the game what they did. Yeah, you get booked for unsporting behaviour in football for that. I think so, especially if I was refing. Well, yeah, if you were refing, you'd send them off. But... I would. But no, yeah, it's, it's, it's not nice to watch, but it's no. technically within the laws, isn't it? So Yeah, yeah, I don't like it at all. And let's be honest, that cost us the match because Bearstow's in. Who knows? We possibly have still gone on to lose. I don't. But I don't know if Stoke, I don't know if Stokes would have been as fired up then. Exactly, and Brody would have been as fired up when he come in. But it's a big, big talking point, isn't it? And I just hope we can go up to Headingley this week and get a result. Yeah, keep, we, keep we, the series we, alive. That's it. We definitely need one now, don't we? So we need three to be fair. Well, yeah, three, three would be lovely, but yeah, two, but two and five. The rain will, will suffice. Yeah, that's enough cricket talk. It is. And we're joined from the West Wing by um, Steve. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all good, thank you. I'm all good. I've uh, made a few notes on players I don't know nothing about, so I will seem as though I've got a bit of information. But yeah, I'm, there's some good stuff to talk about. And yeah, it's, um, it's exciting times. I do watch the cricket. I do like cricket a lot. And um, yeah, it was one of them. And I think probably the atmosphere at Headingley will be pretty feral, leads away, as I like to call it. So, yeah, 
be good be good to see what happens. But better than that, um, Jamie played his first friendly of the season against Colton. Colton's quite posh. And their, and their boys um, recorded it. They've got like this big tripod system and they sent it to our match, to that Joe's manager who sent it on to us. And like Joe's team has like 65% of the possession, knock it around like Man City. So it was, uh, so you can actually, I'm actually sad enough to watch the footage of that game sometime. Just, just for lols. But yeah, so it's all, it's all good, really. All good. Rumour has it, Steve, you were at Lords in the, the members' area and you've now been barred. Yeah, that was it. My mate was there on a corporate, but no, I wasn't there. I'd love, I've never been to Lords. I've been past the bus, but never been. Oh, uh, well, I so, thought you were in with the members and all the tops. Yeah, the no, stripy tie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, not this time. No. Not posh enough. Good job, really. Otherwise, you would have been barred, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> Football fan behaviour and cricket is uh, what they're calling it, isn't it? Yeah. So there we go. That's pod pod done. Yeah. <laughs> Mail and the cricket. Mail and the cricket. Yeah. So you join us on um, Thursday, I think, after day one, and we'll discuss more. <laughs> yeah, we could, can't we? <laughs> Give the players ratings. Yeah. Well, I, 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 here's one for you. Breaking news. Oh, go on. Alex Scott on Twitter. Bolton and Port Vale fans' favourite back in Romania. Uh, yeah, he signed for Dinamo Bucharest, hasn't he? He has. Yeah, oh, indeed. Dennis Politic. Razov, mm-hmm. yeah. native versatile winger who went through Man United's academy, will now get a chance to show his qualities in the Super League. Go on, go on, the Dennis. Yeah, I think Politic actually is a good like talking point, not him personally. But he kind of shows the difference between this window and last the last window. The last window looked like we put our hand in it with high, I know hindsight's 2020. Last window now looks like we put our hand in a lucky dip in a lucky dip bag and pulled out what we got and where they played. Whereas this season, the definitely seems to be more of a structured plan to it, and the players we sign in see, seem to fit a pattern and a method. Whereas I look back now on last season, and I wasn't massively critical last season, so I've got to be fair about it, you know, because I can't say one thing 12 months ago. But you look about last season, it was a hodgepodge of signings that weren't needed, like, you know, square pegs for round holes and all that. And these ones we've taken so far look to be different. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think you do look back on last seasons and we made some good signings last year. And I think, I think that's easily forgotten. Um, because there were some real bad signings. I think Alex Harrison for me, great signing. He, he's going to be he's going to be massive this year. Um, it's it's about obviously keeping him fit and looking after him. Uh, but I think he's going to be really key, especially if people like Conor Grant that we'll touch on um, are delivering balls into the box. So I I, th- I think what's what's happened for me, as we're signing League One players now, and that's that's the difference. Yeah, um, I was going to say exactly the same thing. Last season, we went into a league, to League One with League Two players. This season, we're definitely going to League One with League One players. What level at League One they are, you take, you know, some might say the lower mid-table, some mid-table, but they are League One players. And I think that's, like you say, Johnny, I think that's the biggest difference. 
Yeah, and, and that, that's that, that's the one for me. It's like you look at it that way, don't you? And you see who's signed. Um, you you can you can overanalyze, I suppose, every player that's signed and go, well, well, they're, they're here for this reason, that reason, or another. But I've seen today on Twitter someone saying that we've we've signed, we signed a, lot, a a few league league two players and the rest have been League One players and been relegated. And it's like, yeah, they have. That, that's right. You can't you can't deny fact. But we've gone and got pro- potentially goalkeeper of the season from last year, barring a lad that's about to move for 20 million. Like, and that says it all to me. Do you know what I mean? If you, if you come second in, in a vote to a lad that's about to move for 20 million, you've had a decent season, haven't you? Yeah. Um, um, what I'm interested in doing as well, John, is because obviously we spoke about some of the signings on the last pod, uh, the Amos's Plasters pod. Um, you're going to talk about all the signings because you haven't had a chance yet. When you Ooh. do, I'm interested in your opinion on upgrade the same or downgrade in each position where we've had a signing. Well, just 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 before we go, um, Steve, you sat down, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen who's made Fleetwood's um, photo? I have. I've just, I've just literally just been sent, just been sent it. Yeah, I've, I've, I've just been sent the same. Oh wow! So, I've just, yeah, just yeah. Put on my, yeah. So, so, that, like, so yeah, class photo 2023 at Waterford for anyone that's wondering on Twitter. Pods on tour. Big James Wilson's uh, in the photo. So He's smiling as well. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be an, that'll be an interesting one because they've got Marriott and um, yeah, uh, it was Stockley, the Stockley. Yeah, that's it. So that'd be an interesting one where where he fits in there. Obviously, he may be on trial, but um, yeah, that's. Would how would on? they? How would they spending money when their owner's been done for fraud? Because he, he signed it all over to his kids, didn't he? Before he got he got done, um, Ed Walker put on. That there was a change in ownership and stuff like that. So, if you remember um, Bury, when they went bad, it's exactly it's a very similar scenario where, like Johnny says, just just before he got done, he signed it over. So he's actually technically nothing to do with the club anymore, which, which leaves one. Interesting whether Willow Willow will go on trial. I mean, everyone knows what Willow can do, don't they? It's a case of how, how fit he stays, and you know, as uh, but yeah, just. Yeah, yeah. It's a you know obviously we all know about Willow. We all know what he can do if he's fit. He's a good signing. If he plays as often as he plays for us, then he, he's not a then he's not the type of player you want to t- you want to sign, is he? Yeah, it, it'd be obviously we're digressing a little here, but it'd be interesting the, the type of contract he got. And obviously we're never going to know, but <laughs> it's 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 could we could we have done something? Because there's no doubt that we we could we we'd all want to keep him. A fit James Wilson is an asset to any side, but it has to work for both sides. And surely Fleetwood are looking at that, thinking the same sort of thing. And how how often is he going to get ahead of Marriott and Stockley? And I'm sure they've got another half decent striker there as well that was keeping um, Jaden Stockley out for part of the season last year. Yeah, I'm just literally going on transfer market and looking at the ins and outs for the season so far. Let's have a look at Fleetwood because I've got a feeling they've brought some decent players in. Fleetwood in. Oh, they've only made three so far, but they've made 
Ryan Broom from Cheltenham on a free transfer. Good signing. They signed Thingy as well, haven't they? And they signed his mate. Danny Mayer. Danny Mayer, yeah. Yeah, he's coming from Plymouth on a free. And then they've also made a loan signing from Celtic, Montgomery. Yeah, see, see that that to me, I, when you look at that, when you look Broom, Mayer, Stockley, Marriott, I don't see where Willie fits in. Mm. And he, he doesn't strike me as the sort of lad that's going to be happy playing second fiddle. But yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. And let's, let's be fair, we're wishing the best of luck for... Of course we do. 46, 40. Four games. Four games season wishing the best luck. And I, I hope he stays fit. And I know people look back at the end of the season and look and go, oh, Luke Wilson scored 10 goals and played 40 games. Mm. Hindsight's wonderful. It's like at in time, I don't think we, we could have offered any more than a page of play. And I don't think, I think Wilson would back himself better than that. And he deserves to back himself. Yeah. So. Well, I've got this up. Any other clubs you want Lukata players come in while we record? Um, I think you've made quite a few signings, haven't they, recently? Um, well, signings. Well, Exeter have been decimated. Exeter, on their signings, there's a load. But let me count them. For, here we go. Exeter. Exeter's in alphabetical order, so it'll be after D. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six of them are from the under 18s, extra under 18s. So they've obviously promoted six players. Yeah. Well, they, they brought in. One, well, they brought two well, others in. Who they brought in? V. Harper from Eastleigh. Yeah. And J. Aitchison, Jack Aitchison from Motherwell. So, yeah, he, he, was, he was at Barnsley last year. He was decent. But they've lost um, Archie Collins, haven't they, to Peterborough? Yeah. They have. They have. And. Hasn't Josh Kay gone today to Swansea, or was that oh, yesterday? If he has, it's not on here yet. So on here, I've got Sparks is gone to Portsmouth. Okay. Obviously, Giovanni Brown's gone Bristol Rovers. We all know about that one. Yeah. This is up to date because it's got Jamal Blackman and haven't been only announced that today. Yeah, that, that was... So it's got that on to Burton. Uh, McDonald's gone to Bradford. Oh, right. Archie Collins, you've already said... Uh, Cole Lee has gone to Sutton United and Grounds is without a club. Yeah, Josh Key's um, undergoing, well, he's undergoing a medical as he prepares to sign for Swansea. Right, well, I've seen Barnsley, obviously, they lost the manager, which we touched on the last pod, and they've lost that. Anderson, the centre half today, who signed for Luton. Yeah, but they've just, uh, Barnsley have then replaced him with somebody from. Oh, after him. Um, I think I think it was Atherton Collieries or somewhere like that. Barnsley, they have brought in a player from Woking. Lepati. Yeah. They've brought in Hayton and Cooper from the under 21s. They've brought in Leila Azaki from a Turkish club on loan. They've brought in Hayden from Workshop on loan. And they've brought in Obi Uleri from RWDM. RWDM, okay. Whatever that is. Oh, it's aside from Belgium. RWD Mollenbeck. Mollenbeck, fair enough. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that I saw someone put so, someone quote tweeted um something um about Thingy, um a Barnsley centre off from somewhere like Atherston Collieries or somewhere daft like that. Oh, I don't know. I'm just reading Martin Patterson's gone as well, he's on Swansea with the uh... So Well 
Yeah, I think. Is there any any other clubs that we should talk about? Just looking. See, Northampton's keepers um, started off to be Wolves there, Joyce, aren't he? Who was? Tom King. Uh, yes, yes. In all fairness, it looks like he was dropped from Feb time for Lee Burge. Um, but he started off to be third choice at Thingy instead. Um, Wolves. So that's happened today. But I don't know. I think that's it. I think I think that's everyone I want to talk about at the moment. Can't see. Yeah. Nothing's really piquing the interest as much. The, the the main thing I'm bothered about at the minute is the fact that we're doing decent business. We are. So let's let's touch on that then, shall we? Let's go and we'll talk about the oldies that you you pair spoke about beforehand, and then we'll touch on the three new newbies, shall we? Sounds good. Support. So. Chris, First of all, I'm going to start with putting my thanks out there for, for Dave Flitcroft for listening to the pod um, and signing the beast because Connor Ripley is going to be a fantastic signing. So I'm really, really, really happy with that signing. I, I, I called it last back end of last season when we were talking. I think then the majority of us said we'd be ecstatic with him. Um, so, yeah, I think massive... Massive upgrade in terms of first team ready. Um, Johnny, here's a question for you. We talked about this. Well, we all, we all wanted Conor Ripley after the more, you know, like, did yeah. you think he was he was within our our target? Do you think we did you think that we could attract him? Realistically, uh, yeah. If I'm if I'm honest, I was surprised. But what, what... I thought he, I thought he was within our within our reach to sign. But I thought a bigger club would have come in for him. So, like I, I always thought he was one of them that we could sign. But there was always the chance that someone else would have come in for him, and I'm quite surprised that they haven't, to be honest. So, fair losses our gain, I hope. Um, but yeah, like you, you look at the fact that Bolton have been left with one keeper, for example after Trafford going, you'd think that naturally you'd go in for the, the, the lad that was just behind yours and, and such, such like. But yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with the signing. And I think it, 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 it's, 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 I, I saw someone say that we haven't made a statement sign, signing yet um, on Twitter. I disagree. I think that is our, our statement signing. I don't think it's the only one that we're going to make. Brad, I honestly think that Conor Ripley is a statement signing. I think it is more for the fact that everybody knows we've struggled in the goalkeeping area in the last two years, and that's no disrespect to any of the keepers we've had here. No, and I just think it's a statement because it's a lad that's played a lot of football, a lad that's got good stats. Yes, he's conceded, I think he conceded 72 goals last season, but he also saved 140 shots as well. So it's not like... If one in three shots goes in, it's not a disaster. Um, as long as he's not making a cock up for them, one and three. But I just, I just think it is one of them signings for me that you look at and you go, he's a big bastard. And we we saw I don't uh, we we saw at Morecambe that he got a bit of banter from the Vale fans and he was happily giving it back, which then football fans set in there and go. 
oh ref you can't say that oh I just swore at us and, and stuff like that and he, he's, he's going to mess with some fans and yeah I just think he's he's a sort of bloke that I, I think you build a side around and our spine looks very healthy at the minute yeah and I aren't going to be an hypocrite he wasn't my first choice and I said on here he wasn't so I'm not going to come out and say he was now he's my second choice because my first choice was Jensen who was at Accrington yeah but he's signed for someone quite decent as well. He's he? gone for Lincoln, yeah. Yeah. So, but he, he'd have been he, my second choice. It's not like I'd have gone, Christ, I don't want him. It was just yeah. I really like Jensen. I was going to say, I really I, like Ripley as well. Yeah, all three of the keepers that I would have looked at have all been fixed up with clubs now. So, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's. I think we've we've got we've got one of our top three. He was my top choice, but out of yeah. the top, we we've got one of them, which is. Which is a credit for me. Yeah, and he was in my top two choices. But yeah, so really happy with that. And I think it's a it's a proper signing. So I I like the way that's gone. It's 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 a clear divide, defined number one. Um, and that's not a, that that's not saying anything about um, the lad that we signed from Oldham. But it's you, you look at it and you, you I feel that there's a clear number one and number two now. Not like when we had Lucas and Stoney and we were all questioning it, going, oh, which one's which? Is Lucas your number one? Is And, and I suppose to a degree last season as well with Stevens and Stone, we were questioning it, weren't we? So I think for me, it feels like we've got a number one keeper in and then we've gone, right, we need someone that's capable of playing 10 games a season in the piss pot and the... League Cup maybe and stuff like that and we've gone and got someone that can do that yeah and that's an area that Flickcroft addressed at that night where they had the football forums night that they'd hold their hands up and since he'd been at the club they hadn't <clears> got the goalkeeping position right and they wanted to go out and get an actual number one and a number two whereas what they've done the last few years have split the money equally and said go and fight for the shoot and don't yeah. get me wrong if Connor Ripley comes in and is absolutely awful for a few games I'm sure Jason will get a game or two yeah, that's it. And let's be let's be honest. Again, um, Luke Fire is six foot four as well. So we, we've we've clearly gone out with a with a, a message, haven't we, to 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 the team to say right, we 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 lack height. So what are we going to do? We've gone and got a six foot three keeper in in Ripley and a six foot four keeper in. We've got Ripley who's thirty, who I think that's a great age for a keeper, and. Uh, Luke Vier that's 34 which is the right profile for me you, you you take you take one of two routes with your second choice keeper you go with one that's towards the end of his career and uses experience that way to help bring people through and help the whole goalkeeping department because don't forget we've got a lad that's been away with Ireland in the summer mm. um, in, the, in, in the 15s, 16s I think he was so We've got that sort of prospect coming through. You you get someone that's going to help with that. You've then got Ripley that's got potentially three, four seasons as number one in him before you before you start thinking right, what next? Depending on what league you're in, and we've we've got a goalkeeping department now that is head and shoulders above what we had last season, and that's no disrespect to Stone because Stone isn't the reason why it's head and shoulders above. For me, it's it's Stevens. I think Stevens was was very very poor, 
Um, and I'm surprised he's got a League One contract in, at Cambridge. But, you know, it's the jury's out on that one, let's say. But I think I think we're massively improved in goal and I'm really happy with that. Yeah, so, I'm with you. But yeah, and then centre-half-wise, we brought in Alex. Um, ah, I did, hang on. But give me a second. I've, I've written, big, I've written, big Alex, I've written, I'm going to call him. Yeah, yeah big I've, Alex. I've written, well, I've written down I'll say his name. Um, because I think when, um, when Dan did the interview with him the other day, he um, phonetically said it, and I was like, "That's what I need in my life." But um, well, while, while I'm finding that, talk talk amongst yourselves. No, I'm joking. Um, I'll, I'll have a look for it, and then I'll let you know. But yeah, again, another good signing for me. Um, football manager signing because I have signed him a few times on there. Always looked decent. Let's be honest, he's a big lad. Says says all the right things. Their their fans say he's got a mistake in him. Um. So, what 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 can you say? It's it's one of them players where we're we're again fit fit into a profile. Would you say? Mm-hmm. In in think, terms of, yeah. he's what six foot. Is he, is he six yeah. foot three, six foot four, something like that? Did they six say foot four, isn't he? six foot something four? Yeah. So we're de- we're definitely sitting a profile, aren't we, here with players? But we all we, we all moaned about a lack of height, and he addresses that in that centre off position now. It'll just be. Hang on. Yeah, I don't know where Johnny's gone, but we talked about this last time. We talked about we needed a big, big bastard, and we've gone hopefully, hopefully got one. You know. What's impressing me about the whole thing is where the problems lay last year, we are sorting them out. And one of the things I was worried about was a bit of lack of creativity. And when we move on to the new signings, I think we're sort of kind of addressing that as well. So it seems to be a more structured way of doing things. And we needed someone big and strong to centre off. And hopefully we've got one. Yeah, I think we have. He certainly looks a good player. All the highlights, he looks a good player. What I've seen, obviously anyone can look good in highlights because Chris and Bamba did. So we won't judge him <laughs> purely on highlights. But I always say I'll never judge a player till I've seen him play for Vale in a few games. But he certainly fits the profile of what we were after for someone that I don't know a lot about. Yeah, sorry. We all are. Aren't we? You know, we knew what we wanted and they brought this player in. So he's got the physical aspects of the game. He's got some experience. So now we just have to see him play. I know, I know yeah. he does what we think he'll do. Yeah, and I think that, I think that's the right thing. I think what what impresses me the most, and I think yourself, Steve, and Stu, we're we're big on this at the end of the season. Um, it, we feel like we've got an identity now. Whether that's going to be positive to every fan, I don't know because. We do seem to be signing some big bastards and some workhorses. So whether that's going to endear themselves to all fans, because I know Bez, you you held your hands up and said Ainsworth wouldn't have been your choice because of the style of football he plays. Yeah, at minute, I do feel like that that's kind of the route that we look like we're going. 
Luton light, as I like to call it. Yeah, po- quite possibly. But it obviously depends on what the people in between that do. And he's he he feels like he's a he's a he's a good signing to me. Um, he's one of them that you look at and go, well, he's got a bit about him. He's played a decent amount of games. He's a very good age for a centre half. So, um, yeah. And as, as we get through the signings, I think the Cowleys have definitely said I don't want because of the style of football. It was 4-4-2, big lads, lump it long. Ainsworth and Moore didn't want for the fact that he was my favourite player growing up and I'd hate to see the sort of Dean Glover, Martin Foyle, Neil Aspin when it goes or if it goes wrong. That's mainly. Brainsworth had got one or two footballers in there as well. I think as you go through, we haven't just brought big rough lads and we've brought some footballers in as well who can get the ball down and play some decent stuff. And I think we will have the ability to do that. It won't just be a smash it long, win the flick-ons and see what comes off it. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. I think it'd be an interesting one for me. As we go through, I think we've brought in some wide players that will really add to what we've got. And I still think the overall philosophy going forward, but it won't be the only philosophy going forward, because last year the only philosophy was get it to the wide men, cut it back and attack it. But I still think the wide men are going to have a big part to play. But I think we'll also have the ability to go more central as well this time. Yeah, well, I think the two, the two midfielders we've signed are that will be the sort of the creative hub amongst the big bastards we've signed. And when we get on to it, I think there's some interesting choices to be made for some of our current players because three of the midfielders effectively can play in the same position. And some old favourites might not be here much longer. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that's fair. And I think like we, while we're talking about the centre-halves, I think it's only right to address the rumour today. Um, <laughs> looks like I'll make Will's Will's off to Bolton. Shit out! He just didn't want to come to the fucking escape room, did he? I know, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's watched the videos of that paralysis. It, it, it Tom jumping around, um, swearing, swearing his little bunts off, and then going, "Nah, not for me, that isn't." So, yeah. and I say that light-hearted. Everyone knows I love Will, and I think he's a great defender. And I'd be gutted if he does go, which I think everything's pointing to. He is. But let's be honest, anybody that pulls on a Port Vale shirt has got a price. We're not the sort of club where we can turn money down if it's the right offer for anybody. And that includes Nathan Smith. That includes whoever you want to throw at me. Ali Harrison. Every player has got a price for yeah, the million-dollar man. Yeah, I've, got a, I've got a question for you both, then. I think we, we all know that like James Plant would have a price as well. Of course like, he would. Every player not, Yeah, we're not stupid. And as long as as long as the build of the the price is right, then I'm fine with it. If if I saw a bit of, I saw a bit of negativity around the fact that we let Stone go for free, and I kind of got I, I kind of got that. But with this, if if we if we said Will had gone and they announced it was free with a matter with like a fifty percent sell on cause, I wouldn't be happy. Yep, because. Let that happen in twelve months and sod the salon cause on because who knows where he's going to be in six months, let alone three three years maybe. Um, but if it's money up front with a promotion cause in there and a salon, 
happy days Flitcroft's done his business for me. So, sorry, Steve, go ahead. I, I know. I yeah, the, the, yeah, don't worry. The question to you guys is selling, if we sell, if we let's say we'll leave for 150 grand, is that A, showing that the system works? If we picked him up for nothing next year, we've sold him at a profit that we can reinvest, or B, does it show a bit of a lack of ambition that we're prepared to let players who can, we all think we'll be able to play as a, the top end of League One, that we're prepared to let him go to a, effectively a rival club in the same league? For me, I think you ask yourself the question, how much does keeping Will cost then? Because if we're selling the 150k, say Stoke have got 20% on that, which I'd assume that it's going to be around around that sort of figure because they let him go for free. So I'm I'm going to say they're going to have a 20, 25, even maybe even 50% sell on for letting him go for nothing. Um, say that happens, you, you you're looking well. Worst case scenario, we're getting 75k for him. So would we have had to pay him an extra 75k over the year to keep him and make him some promises? Because in twelve months he walks away for nothing, then, and then that's, that's that, yeah, that's the that's the gamble you take. You he could have the season of his life, walk away for nothing, and I, I just think that based on last season, we're not we're not selling a player who is ready to be in a top six club. So it's. It's a player who potentially, and I think this is similar to Stone as well. I don't think we've sold, given, sold, whatever you want to call it, Stone to a Notts County to be playing in a top three League Two team. But that looks like where he's going. With Forrester, I don't think he's going to be a starter in Bolton's back three. You look at the players they've got, and they look like they've been decimated. They've got four defenders on the books. Um, Ricardo's there still. George Johnson's there, who's massively rated, and I don't know if will be there much longer. And then they've got that uh, Owen to- Owen Toll to- that was played a few from Derry, and then that's it, centre half wise. So, so they definitely need some. Um, okay. And I think I think we've got to play on that a bit as well. That's I'd, I'd be leaning on that. We know they need a centre half. So we we've got to leverage that a little bit, a bit like I saw like there was a conversation on Twitter that I had with 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 a follower who was saying why announce that we've got a fee for someone because that alerts everyone else. Crosby spoke about it slightly on why I tell you what position we're going for when that alerts everyone else. So maybe it's one of them. Do you know what I mean? Maybe it's leverage that position. Yeah, um, I just pick on something you said. I think the sale of Will Forrester and the sale of Aiden Stone are two completely different things. We didn't want Aiden Stone. Getting him off our wage budget was the name of the game, and that's what we did. Will we do one? And we would want him to stay if the circumstances were right. But I think if he goes for 250, 200 grand, I think that's a tick in the box because that 200 grand or 150, whatever it is, could be the difference between. A seven or eight goal season striker and a 15 goal season striker. And if we can invest that money to upgrade massively up front, and we know the type of players we want, Sam Smith, you know, 
then I think it's been an amazing piece of work. And have we signed Jason Lowe because Will Forrest has gone? Who knows? Or is going? Who knows? But I just think it's, I think you could say it's a bit of a sign that, it's the, that the way Flitcroft is working is actually paying a bit of dividends. You know, the recruiting for free. We flipped him in a season, forgot somebody. And as you say, Johnny, he could have walked away for nothing at the end of next year. And also, Will missed a lot of games through injury, didn't he? He started 27 games last year. Well, I'm going to come on to that in a minute. For me, I want 200 grand minimum. I think Will Forrester is a good enough player to have 200 grand minimum. I think the gates. Sorry, or in total. Good question. <laughs> I'd want 200 up front. Okay. I'd want 200 up front and maybe an extra 15, 20 grand if Bolton get promoted this season. So if that's devil's advocate here, if it's had 100 grand and 200 grand on promotion, is do numbers talk in that sort of sense? Of course they do. If it's 200 grand on promotion, then yeah, you'd let him go for 100. I'd let him go for 100 now if it's yeah. 200 on promotion. Yeah. If it's 100 now and 20 on promotion, I'd say we've gone, let him go cheap. But I think the days that clubs looked at Vale and went, we can get their players for cheaper gone. And I think that's since Flickcroft's come in, that's something you've got to give a tick for. You know, I think we all know Connor All hasn't gone for free. Players that have gone, we have got a fee for January. And I think Stone, as you say, Steve, probably went for free because it suited us more than it suited them. So I don't think we would have let him go on the cheap um, if he's gone. It's been put on Facebook now, so I'll come out and say it. I've been down there today at the Junior Valiant training session. Jason Lowe came out to meet the fans, as did the other new signing today. Um, and Jason Lowe's training shirt above the Puma sign, you can see that WF's been ripped off. So I'd say Will Forrester's training shoot is no longer intact at Vale. Read into that what you will. Yeah, I think, I, th- I think to be fair, by the time most people listen to this, maybe we will have heard something. I think these sort of rumours at the minute from the club seem to be, once they pick up a bit of speed, that the, the club are quashing them one way or the other, aren't they? Yeah, um, and I think as well, let's just go back to Will. I'm gutted he's gone. I think it's the one area of the pitch we probably could afford to lose someone because Dan Jones is back. That's like a new signing for me. Smudger, smudger, and you know he's playing a full season pretty much. Alex has come in. He looks a good signing. You've still got Lewis Cass there, who looks as though he's bulked up a little bit over the summer. He's back fit. That's another player. Lowe can play at the back as well as midfield. That's another one there. And as you say, if that means we can then upgrade the type of striker we're looking for, then it's a good bit of business from us. But let me ask you, let's say, and it doesn't matter on the figures on this, but whatever he's gone for, how much of that in a percentage do you expect and want to go back into the playing budget? Should it be 100% back in the playing budget and you use it as you see fit, maybe pay a fee for a player and or just put it on wages? Or should some of that go back in the infrastructure of the club? Because there will be some fans that say, oh God, no, 100% should go back in. Or do you use some of it to outbuild the club a bit more and some of it goes into the playing budget? I personally would be saying that it's the the money the the money for it hundred percent goes into the playing budgets. Um, I think you look at the other side of it in terms of building the club, in terms of the youth team and stuff like that. Any any money that comes from youth sales 
should go into the youth team building and stuff like that. And then any first team players that were selling, that goes back into the first team. I get that we're looking at the self-sufficient side of it. I, I would hate for us to think that, say we've got 150 grand after Stoke get their, their cut of it. I'd hate to think that that 150 grand goes into the club's bank account and goes, right, we're 150 grand closer to being self-sufficient. Um, because that you, you you're not gonna you're not gonna have that turnover of player if you're doing that. Um, I don't expect Crosby to be giving it all and saying, "There you go, Andy, go knock yourself out on buying a player for that money." I don't think we would turn his nose up at it either. I don't think we'd we'd sit around and say you can't spend that money on buying someone because we've we've also seen that. We're not afraid to go to a club and purchase a player, like you mentioned, Connor Hall um, and Alice Harrison and, and such like. So I, I just think that it's the right time to to invest that money in, into the club and let us have a bit more of a budget for it. And you, you, you never you never know what that could that that door that could open. I think. 150k over 12 months does it work out to about an extra four grand a month uh, four grand a week sorry something like that is mm, and about three grand a week into it. Yeah. yeah yeah so if you if you say we've got a budget now for three or four more players and we're averaging each one of them three grand a week you potentially could say actually Sam Smith now becomes available because he wanted five. We couldn't budget that, but we we could with that money, and that's the other thing that I look at it and think is is that is that a possibility? So I I do think that that should be should be reinvested. Yeah, I well, I'd, I'd agree. Um, if we've taken, let's say we've had to we've signed low to replace Will, I would not knock off what it costs him out of Will's fee and give the rest to Crosby because you can't just sign a striker with the money because you do need to replace Will with the body. But I just think it's, a, I just think it might, a bit like Connor Hall, it might be sensible business all around. And, you know, good luck to Will Forrester. He's come in, made a name for himself, did well enough for us and got himself a bigger move. We've got a few quid. We all win. And that's if he goes. It's just rumour at the minute. It's a very strong rumour, but it just seems like yeah. it's a fail rumour. There's not a lot yeah. of side that I can see. And if he doesn't go, we're going to delete this part of the podcast anyway, so no one will be any the wiser. <laughs> we're not, actually. No. I think we're not... We'd be delirious if he stays. I think we've got a cracking player on his hands then that's going to improve our defence and challenge for it. But if he goes, he goes with nothing but best wishes. And then then when we do see him again, he will be a stoke, stoke bastard, won't he? Yeah. So he'll actually he'll actually get to witness the the actual um, Stokey reject side side of it. Yeah, but, yeah. It's, it's one of them, and it's. I think I think it does. You you do have to give credits, as as Steve was saying, to the Flitcroft ins and outs. Yeah, and the bit I was going to do when Steve said how many games he'd started, how many games do you think he's been active in in League One this season? So played any part. Steve's already looked 35, bang on. Um, So, and I did this with 
Wilson. So I'll do it with Forrester. If you divide the minutes that he's played by 90, how yeah. many 90 minutes do you think he's been active? And so how many full, not full games, because Steve, you've given us how many started. So you divide it by 90 and that tells you how many games he's kind of been active in. So Wilson had only covered 14 games if you divided it by 90. Yeah, about 25. 25, Steve? 22. Johnny's closest, 24 and a half. Ooh, so actually, nice. over the season in League One, he's actually only played one game more than half a season. Yeah. So yeah. that might change some fans' perspectives on those that are going, oh, God, he shouldn't have gone. We should have kept him. That might change a few perspectives. Because, And I think it's fair to say with Forrest as well, and I love Will Forrest, everyone that listens to this knows so well, and typical football fans, if a player leaves, you'll justify why he leaves because you want the best for your club or those that perhaps just want moan or say, oh, shit, he should never have gone. But Will Forrester was one of them as well who didn't come in and hit the ground running straight away when he was back from injury like Wilson. I always felt it took him a few games to get going. And once yeah. he got going, he was a great player, but then seemed to pick up another knock again. Yeah, and there was a couple of times off the bench and, and such like where Derby at home springs to mind where off the bench he just looked very sluggish. Bristol away, was, and I still yeah. think it was a foul on him at Bristol Rovers away. I still do, but again, he could have been stronger. Yeah, that's because you're soft. You're getting soft in your old age. Maybe so. Yeah, never a foul. I think it was. But yeah, he goes with good luck for me. Um, yeah, if, if he goes, if he stays, he stays with good luck. To be fair, because like yeah. he's going to need it getting that that back three because we've made some real good signings. Yeah, and we had had a discussion around who was our. Good. Who was our best back three, and we'd all got different back threes. So, tells you we have got a bit of strength there. Yeah, definitely. Um, and obviously we've been chuntering for a little while. So let's rattle through the next couple because uh, you've already spoke about them. Connor Grant, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant signing. Seen a lot of stuff about if he stays fit, this, that, the other. <laughs> you, you, I, I went. I said to someone on Twitter. Any of these new signings could go and go and break a leg on the first day. There's no point talking ifs, buts. At the minute he's fit, he, he, he played about five, six games at the back end of last season. It's it's a gamble, but so is any, any signing. And we, you've got to hope we've structured it in the way that it benefits us as well as him, um, in a similar way that we will have with Willow, etc. But yeah, I think this is a fantastic signing and it adds real quality to to where I think will be our left wing back position. So is that where you see him play left wing back? Yeah, yeah, that definitely. Interesting. Left so. wing back or left of midfield? At this moment in time, and there's more signings to come, do you see us playing 3 4 3 or 5 3 2 slash 3 5 2? I think 3 I think 5 2 will be the one. I think you look at. We're talking for me, Mitch and Grant will be your wing backs. Um, and then we, we fit everything else in in between. You see, at this moment in time, and obviously it is at this moment in time, I can only see a front three because we've only got one central striker at the club. That could change depending on who comes in. Yeah. I, I, we'll, and we'll, we know someone will be in because we can't start the season with one central striker. Not again. No. Uh, but no, we'll, we'll 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 touch on that 
on the right hand side when we get we get to the, one of the three new signings that we're not spoken about. But yeah, Grant for me, brilliant signing, had some real quality, isn't afraid of a shot and to take a set piece as well. So top end league one signing that for me. Yeah, definitely. And then Tom Sang, um, one Who's I did, his cousin I did, to Johnny, Sing Song, Samsung. Samsung, yeah. I didn't want you to do that joke again. It was bad the first time. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know a lot about Tom, so I'll um I'll just say feels like a decent signing from Cardiff fans. Last time we signed someone from the championship that came with them sort of reviews, um turned out to be the best on earth. So um one of the scouts contingents. So I'm gonna say is gonna add a bit of fire in the belly to that team. Looked decent in training today when I was down there. Scored yeah. purely. Scored an absolute purely. I scored goals in training, mate. So no, I'm not having that. Yeah, well, I have. I've, I've, I've got one somewhere. Yeah. I'll dig it out for you. Yeah, I'm not having that. Well, yeah. So it's what it's one of them. He's come with decent reviews. Let's see. Let's see what he's about and where where his best position is, um, and where he fits in. But that's. All of the signings up until the three this weekend, I feel now. We've we've discussed Billy Sang, Grant, Luke Valor. We didn't really. Oh yeah, we did. I suppose we did discuss him. Yeah, yeah, and that's it, isn't it? There's no one else. Alex, we discussed. Yeah. Oh yeah, and Alex, I've I've even got. I've, I found out how to pronounce his name. That's why I said it. There Perfect you go. Leading. Perfect leading. So. Dan, this uh, I, I, and I've got to say that if if the media guy um, is pronouncing it this way, it's good enough for Dan. It's good enough for us. Um, he went with Yok uh, Vitti, is how he went with it. So Yok Vitti, and we've got some news now, haven't we, Johnny? Have we? Yeah, he's going to have a shit season, isn't he? Why? Don't Why? ruin. Just don't ruin it for people because they'll moan at us. But yeah, we 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 do feel like we've cursed him. So sorry in advance to to Big Alex. Yeah, um, it was now yeah. it was sold by it was sold at Christmas to um, Stranraer Reserves. A few falls yeah. in the year, <laughs> the line of Ale and the Vale sponsored players. But yeah, good luck to him, and I'm glad he didn't have to pay by letter for his name on the back of the shirt. Yeah. You did want Mass again, didn't you, Bez? But you were overruled I by Johnny. I was overruled. And for those that can't read between the lines on that, he is our sponsored player for next season, Big Alex. He is. And I wanted a goal scoring centre half. So that's why that's why I went we've we've gone down that route. Yeah. Um but yeah, let's well, it's time to break the curse, is what we're saying. So yes. Um third time lucky and all that. Yes. Um, so when he scores an own goal and, and gets sent off on his debut, um, yeah, we will be closing all social media channels um, and withdrawing sponsorship very quickly. Which all right, because most people on Twitter will have used up the daily limit by then, so they won't be able to tweet us anyway. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fine. They will, they will have looked through their 800 or 8,000 if you've paid me for it. <laughs> <laughs> you, did, you, you did well there. I didn't, and if you contact me on Facebook, I'll just block you. Yeah. <laughs> but then, um, Port Vale's worst kept secret, 
I'm pretty certain they would have announced him on Friday if everyone wasn't badgering them to announce him. I'm pretty certain that's why they did it on Sunday. And that's off to the media team because that Friends meme was absolutely brilliant. It was. It was I, I think it's one of my favourite things I've seen. Yeah, I think it's mine as well. Right, but I think, and somebody may correct me, I think this this means that this he will be a player that's played for us on the most number of separate occasions now um, in Mitch Clark because it's fourth time here now is it it is three loans so, and a permanent so I think I think this makes him the the most signed Port Vale player I can't think of anyone else but Phil Sherwin if you're listening I was going to say uh, I, I think there's a couple with three stints um did Mussy just have two stints with us? And I remember him coming back for a little bit. He did come back. I think it was two. Porter obviously came back, but I think that was two because he'd come as player coach for a bit, didn't he? Yeah. John McCarthy come back. You're probably best thinking of loan players that then we signed Pearmont and did we? Popey, of course. Popey, Harry had two, three. We had him on loan. Then yeah. we signed him. Then he went to Betty and then we re-signed him. So Popey had yeah. three. That's that's a good point. So, yeah. I'm trying to think of anyone else. Tony Denning, yeah. we had on loan, then signed. I've got a feeling that was only twice. Well, yeah, that, that's what that's one for the football purists, anyway. Yeah, and for those that like a good quiz, Johnny. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Look at this. Almost like we plan these things. I know. Spill. We have got the quiz night, the Ale and the Vale's first ever quiz. Could be last ever as well, everyone, so get yourselves there. Could be what? Sorry, you broke up there. Could be the last ever as well, so get yourselves there. <laughs> yeah, it could be the last ever Ale and the Vale. Anything. <laughs> so, this is going to go one of two ways, boys and girls. It's either going to go absolutely brilliantly or down the shitter. Yeah. But so. don't ask for your money back because we won't have it. It's going to the Rudge statue. Yeah. But 8th of September, Valiant Suite. Bars open from 7pm. Quiz quiz will start around 7.30. We, we say around 7.30 because timekeeping is not our strong point. Nope. Um, but it's £40 for a team. Max of eight players in, in there. We, we've got, at the moment, room for 16 teams. Um, dependent on what's what, how people sign up and how many are in teams and stuff like that, we may be able to have a bit of shuffle. Um, and if you if you want to come along on your own, there is a single single quizzes team that we're looking to put together. So put you with other Vale fans. So that's just five pound per person, and then you'll get to meet some new people. Um, as we said, all proceeds of it go to the John Rudd statue, and that's hundred percent of it. So. Bez isn't taking a single cut of it like he normally takes of, of the rest of the funds that we get. Yeah, not a um, penny of this. Not a penny. Um, and if anyone sees a, a bloke that used to be on the podcast walking around shit face screaming, we've got a big screen! We've got a big screen! Then, yes, he is. Yeah, it is, Tom. And just buy him a pint, calm him down, please. Yeah. But he will be going round and anyone on the mobile phone will be ejected from the building. By Tom. Yeah. 
and but, Steve. Yeah. And yeah. Steve will just stand there. I reckon I reckon by then Steve will have grown like we'll, we'll have had a bit of a shave and got a goatee and look like Max from Max and Paddy. I was thinking that get like a um, when I went to Benidorm with these blokes dressed as Max and Paddy and all the characters out of Phoenix Knights. They're very, very impressive, yeah. And um, yeah, Amos could be like um, Paddy and I could be Max. Yeah, get a package on top. And just to clarify for everyone, it won't just be Veil the Quest. There will be a Veil round, maybe, but it will be different rounds of different things. Yeah, so, be, I think I think there'll be an odd Veil quest in a year and there. Of course well. there will, but it won't just be purely Veil. So feel free, sign up for a team if you don't like Veil. Yeah, if you don't like Veil, why would you be listening to this? I was going to say, yeah, if, if you only like Veil, but you, your partner, friends don't, then it's just a quiz. It's just a quiz. So we're we're hoping hoping it's gonna be a bit of light hearted banter, raise 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 a bit of money for Rudgy and the statue and help the supporters club towards the target. That's the aim. We just want it to be a laugh. And supporting the club, so we're doing it at the club, so your pints and everything put money into the club at the same time while we're raising money for Rudgy. Yeah, happy days. But yeah, that's that there there we are. So People, people um, review that. We'll, we'll find some players that um, may, may have signed. That might be one of the questions by the, by the time we can get some actual fact on it. Mm. Um, but probably won't be. So don't don't waste too much of your day on it. But yeah, Mitchell's back. Bez, I know your feelings on Mitchell Clark. Everyone knows my feelings on Mitchell Clark. I've always said how much I love Mitchell Clark. I think he's a great footballer. His last loan signing left a lot to be desired. His third time he was in, I think everybody knows that. And I think it's pretty well publicised that he was having issues in his own life at that point and maybe wasn't fully focused on football. He's two years older now. I thought the statement from Vale on the signing was absolutely spot on because I thought they addressed everything head on and took all the crap away to say, we have spoke to Mitchell about what's gone on. He knows where we're at. We know where he's at. And we put our full faith into him to come and perform for this football club and he obviously loves the club because you don't sign for somewhere for the fourth time if you don't and I am convinced we will get the real Mitch Clark that we know and love and he's going to be mirandering forward down that ride putting balls into the box throwing himself in the way of tackles we know he loves defending, he loves attack complete footballer for me and I think we've got one hell of a sign here at a very good age of 24 so he's still going to develop a lot and Let's not forget last time he was still a young lad. He's had two years of playing League One football at Accrington and he hasn't missed many minutes in that time. We've got one hell of a player on my hand, on the hands for me. I love Mitch Clark and I think it's a great signing, especially if we are playing wing-backs. Did you see him today? I have seen him today. Give him was, a little was kiss. Fun, was Funzo anywhere near? Him and Funzo were fighting on the training pitch and Funzo went down holding his face. That's why I like to hear that's back again. I like to hear the scrapping. There was a good yard of daylight between them, but Funzo went down holding his face. That's good then. That's what, yeah. that's what we like to, to hear. But yeah. Um, and for anyone that hasn't picked up, I'm being sarcastic. I just like to point that out in case anyone actually does ever think I'm being serious. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, Steve, they were both on the training pitch together. Steve, are you back with us? Nope, Steve Hayden has left the chat. He's left, he's had enough. He didn't like the talking about the fighting. So 
Well, we'll let Steve. Um, um, his message internet's dropped out. Oh, right. He's going to have to move to the East Wing, is he? There must be an earthquake and bed off that's not the uh, internet out. Yeah, we've got private internet, Auntie, for his, for his uh, 15 acres. Yeah, but if there's an earthquake, then. Yeah. Well, what can we do? Another yeah, one I, like the other week. Well, apparently it was bad. Was, was, was your house shaking? Story of my life, Johnny. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I didn't think so. <laughs> uh, but on Mitch, this this is what this is what I want to come back to. I don't see why we'd sign Mitch Hawk if we weren't playing wing backs. Mm-hmm. So the three four three just doesn't quite doesn't quite sit with me. I don't I don't see him as a right midfielder. I see him as a right back, right wing back. So. I suppose you could play a right wing back and a left midfielder, but it just feels a bit unbalanced. Mm. Um, so, so I, I do, I do really think that we're we're going to set up with with wing backs once we get the personnel further up the field into the squad. I think that's the big thing. Like once we get them into the squad is is key because obviously we know at the moment that we haven't. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of them. We it's a good signing though. Could you play? And I think this is too open, so I'm not suggesting that this is how we're going. Could you play five two three? You could because it's the same as three four three. It just you, you're then asking the two in midfield to do a lot of work, which. Yeah, and I think that's the other thing that comes comes to me is we've signed a lot of centre midfielders, mm. so I, I I don't see past playing three in midfield. And I like uh, three in midfield. I'll be honest. I think I think you've got to be very 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 fit not to play three in midfield now. Um, so that that's 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 a real big thing for us. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, move on. Um, we'll we'll get Steve's thoughts if if his internet comes back. But moving on to today, and a nice little surprise came um, Ethan Chislett, who is another another lad of good age for me. Um, twenty he's twenty four, so I feel like that's that's a real good real good age for a lad that was signing on a free transfer. He's an attacking midfielder, and I don't know if if you've done what I've been doing today, but watched Josh Green's video on some of the goals he scored, and he's got me very excited by this signing. Yeah, can take a free kick, can't he? Oh, he's he can take a free kick, but he scored some stunners. I scored yeah. one with his head as well. I've also right. watched a Wimbledon fan who does a podcast talking about him. Right, and the sort of review there was good league two player. They wish him all the best of luck. Go and try yourself at League One. He can drift in and out of games a bit. He can go down a bit easy. Great strike on him. Great foot, left foot on him. Um, and they wish him the best. And it's an untried level for him. But let's be honest, we can't go and sign all players that have played at this level. You've got to have some of them young, hungry players that want to come and prove themselves. And the fact that Bolton were looking at him, the fact that Portsmouth were looking at him, says to me he's a decent player. They don't go and look at crap players. No, they don't do the end. Like he scored thirteen goals in hundred games for Wimbledon, I think. Mm. 
So that that says that that says to me it's decent return. Um, just for a for a midfielder, if that's where he's been playing. Yeah. So uh, he's like I say he scored some scored some fair goals on him, and he, it'll be the, it'll be an interesting one of where he fits in, whether he is a midfielder or whether he because he says that he can play out wide. So that's one for you. Do you know when you were talking your three four three? Yeah, there's there's one that you could put in, but it looks like he puts in a, a cracking ball, and with with him saying he goes down a bit too easily, that's, that's modern football, isn't it? It is. No, it is. It updates. There's been a power cut and bed off. There's been a power cut. Yeah. There we go. I think they've all just seen the picture of James Wilson at Fleetwood, and that's it. The power's gone. Yeah, they, I don't think the power's gone. They've just switched it off and gone. No, we're not having that. Yeah, I think they have. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, like the signing, young, hungry, again, who should come and replace who was in that position last season? I don't know if he is replacing anyone. No, I don't see feels that Rory Olden. Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose that's that, that's as close to, isn't it? But yeah, I think this 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 might feel like the new three three man midfield that teams are employing a bit more, and you, you could have him him Garrity. Sang him, Garrity Ojo, him, Garrity Lowe. Like, there's, there's just, there's, there's options. And granted, the, the same. I think one, one of the three stays, regardless of what you do in Garrity. But everything else is quite interchangeable at the minute. Yeah, no, definitely agree. And let's be honest, we've got Crosby the tools to go and win his games of football this season. I think we're certainly doing that. Yeah, I think, I think we are, and I think that that's. That's that's the main thing, isn't it? Like you say, you give him the tools to to do the job, and we then say, right, okay, go and do it. Let's see what let's see what you're made of. Mm. And then the last signing of the day, um, we've signed Jason Lowe from Salford. Yeah, so decent signing, I think. Um, played at all levels of the pyramid. He has. He's, he's played. There is literally no level that there is not played at. Um, National football, if people think we're looking down to tier 10. Well, yeah. But season yeah. the Premier League, over 200 championship games. Yeah, 200 championship games, quite a few. Uh, four, he made 400 professional games, didn't he, last season? Um, well, brought up to 400, sorry. Not made, obviously. Yeah. Um, for, for Salford. So, yeah, I think for me, good signing. Um, he's not one that I'm looking at thinking, oh, yes, this, this bloke's a starter. Um, I think he looks like defensive midfielder slash right back, and we've signed a couple of them. I know people are joking, but we, we have. Like, Sang can, can do that sort of job as well. But, yeah, I think, I think he's going to be one that adds a bit of steel to it. We'll play in games where... Maybe that that bit of nous is needed, um, and feels like a like a steady signing. Like you're not gonna tear up any trees, but in the same sense, you know, when a lad's been to a club, picked his number, got his training kit, um, and then got in the car and thought, "Fuck that for a game," and drove drove back down to to Vale Park to sign for an extra five hundred quid a week. Who can blame him? Well, I was just about to announce that he's ruled himself out of the Carlisle game because he doesn't want to travel up there. Yeah. But 
Yeah, quite a salty statement from Carlisle today, but... In all fairness, when you read it, the manager saying, Luke, I've got no issue with the player. He come in and said to us what he was doing. He didn't just chuck his training kit and go. He come in and told us that there's been a last-minute kind of bid in for him. The club had offered more money. They haven't confirmed it's low, but the internet's confirmed it's low. Um, and I do wonder if that's related to the Will Forrester, as we said earlier, that all of a sudden we've realised that someone's come in with big money for Forrester and we need a bit more cover there and we've gone, actually, don't sign for them. This is what's on offer and it's closer to home because obviously he's been playing at Salford, so presumably he's in and around the Manchester area. Yeah, makes more sense. So. Right, yeah. So, yeah, it makes more sense to come to the Vale than travel up to Cumbria. Yeah. Well, I think, like I say, I think it's a decent signing. Um, yeah. it's, it's not it's not the most exciting one. Um, but who knows? Sometimes they're the best. You, and you do need mixed experience in with the younger players. You can't just bring in a load of 20-year-olds. You need some experience in there as well and some nouse in there as well. As you say, Johnny, for the games that you need it. I think also for in and around the club during the week. For maybe when things aren't going so well, you need them older heads to talk to the younger players. And we have definitely reduced the average age of the squad, which was the right thing to do, I think. But it certainly feels like we have. I haven't done the information behind it. But it feels yeah. like we have. I suppose. I, I don't think we have, you know. No, I don't think. As I was saying it, I thought, well, actually, the goal that we've increased the average age. Both of them. Both of them. Yeah, because one's 30, one's 34. Yeah, was has gone, so we've decreased well, the average age on the right-hand side. Yeah, well, was was and the keeper, the subkeeper, Luke Valier, Cancel each other out, basically. Yeah. We've brought in a lot of sort of early 20s, though, haven't we? Is what I'm getting at. You yeah. Know, Mitch Clark, 24. The lad from Wimbledon, Ethan, 24. Yeah, Tom Sang's 24. Tom Sang's 24. Centre-half's 26. Yeah. But then I suppose if Will Forrest just going, he's only, what, 20, 21? He's 22, yeah, so. But, yeah. Yeah, right, 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 sort of, right, sort of area though for me. I think yeah. like we, obviously we made... Petty's been replaced by a younger. Was has been replaced by a younger. Yeah, and... Sammy Robinson's gone. He was young, but let's be honest, flattered to deceive. And Biddle has power again. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> don't, know, don't know what happened there. I was just like, basically, uh, we're thinking how times Tom Pope's playing for Vale. Has Will Forrester left in my absence? No, what what has happened though is um, James Wilson's family have plugged it back in now, so that so the <laughs> internet stopped tagging him into Fleetwood things. Yeah, no, it's uh, oh well. In the, in the time I've been gone, I've emptied the dishwasher and refilled it, so I'm not wasting my time. Have you can, that. Doesn't the butler work on a Monday? Uh, we couldn't afford to put the plain electric bill. Never mind the butler. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. But yeah, I think like we were just saying, made three good signings today in terms of, well, not today, sorry, since since you spoke last properly. Mitch, for you, Steve, what do you think of Clark? I'm genuinely torn on this one. The Mitch the first time was a really, really good player. The second and third time, not so good. I don't know what Mitch's personal problems are, and apart from the gambling, if he sorted them out, is a quality signing. What I will say is, he's fit, he plays lots of games, which is obviously something we've also looked at, and he's got lots of league one experience. So, yeah, I'm never 
a massive fan of going back to players who've played for us before. But I can see why this one could work if his head's on it. The, interest, the one that interests me most is Chiswick in midfield. I don't, know, I don't know if you've covered this. Would you say he's going to want to play in a similar position to Ben Garrity? Uh, we, we were saying we, what what we spoke about was is this the new modern sort of central midfield where you get two of the more attacking one in. yeah so so have you got Ojo whoa Sang just sat there doing that job and then Garrity and Chisnit doing the other the other job sort of thing and what uh, I and have you guys talked about the Tom Conlon. No, we haven't talked about the elephant in the room yet. Yeah, <laughs> do you wait for me to come back on? <laughs> yeah, we'll wait for you to come back on. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think? I've got the question to you, Bez, first, and well, now that. What? Where do you see Tom Conlon? Sort of on the training pitch today. Where do you see him in two weeks? Still on the training pitch, or a different training pitch? Truthfully, so midfield-wise, now we've got Garrity. Ojo, potentially Sang, depending where he's going play, whether it's central or out wide. Potentially Ethan, but again, it could be central out wide. Who else have we got? Garrity, Ojo, potentially low. Is it? Potentially, yeah, depending. I think Tom Conlon stays and fights for his place, I really do. I think come the end of the transfer window, and I've got no insides, no outsides, what have you. I think Tom Conlon stays and fights for his place. And I'm hoping with a good pre-season behind him, we get the Tom Conlon and all back. Because I think last year, he was, Achilles was still very much on his mind. You'd only got to see any time he was tackled from behind, he lost his head. Whereas before the injury, he didn't. I think he's got to get, build his confidence again, which I'm hoping he can do over pre-season. And there's no reason Tom Conlon can't stay and fight for his place. However, he is not a guaranteed starter like he was under Daryl Clark. In fact, I think he starts the season on the bench. Does he make the bench? That's my question. Let's ask me that end of July and let's see where the squad's at end of July. I... Go on, Johnny. I was just about... My thing is, putting myself in the lad's shoes now, you've seen... Six midfielders come in. You've seen you, you're the club captain. There's obviously been a discussion around that because you read every one of the signings that we've made. It talks about leader, character. It talks about the things that you want from a captain. And I just. I just don't see a way back for Conlon. I really don't see how he how he gets into it. Now, I'm not saying he can't. I just don't see the way back in for him. I think he needs to come come back in. Absolutely peak fitness. That Achilles needs to be 100%. His head needs to be 100% because we 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 we've heard from people like Owen Hargreaves that have had bad injuries like this that have said it's in his head, the next injury was, and he was making himself worse and stuff like that. So I just think that there's a lot of stuff for Conlon to come back, and there's a player in there. Tom Conlon's passing range could be a massive asset to us, but he's got to get everything right. Maybe this is what gets him right, sees everyone else coming into him, and he, and he needs that fight. He needs, he's, he becomes that dog with a bone, but 
I just can't see him being a Paul Vale player. Having the captaincy taken off him, if he does, obviously we don't know, but I, that's, can, can, club captain is one of them statements that always feels like, to me, is a bit of a thing that you give to the to, to, to a lad that, you know, like, the sort of... The effort, the effort prize in school, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you, you you always get you always get there in Sunday football, don't you? The lad that yeah. the cones out carries the carries the water bottles and stuff like that gets like clubman of the year, and club captain always feels a bit like that to me. It's either a lad that's out injured and was your captain and you're keeping him involved, which is different, or it's just like you don't want to go, but we don't want to make a big thing about stripping you of the captaincy, so you're you club captain, but we've got three players ahead of you in terms of on the pitch captain. I would say I would say this. Um, every one of those players we've signed have leapt above Conlon in the queue to be on midfield. And if they haven't leapt above him, what's the point in signing him? All those midfielders we've signed, it would take a hell of an effort for Conlon to get in that side. And if he does, then these signs have gone wrong. Um, I just can't see how he'll he can still be at the club next this. You know, the start of the season, unless he digs in and won't, unless he digs in and won't leave. I see a similar situation to Aiden Stone, where if we can lose Tom off the wage bill, then maybe for his own good to go and play somewhere where he will be first choice. Because, like you say, during the COVID season, he was amazing. But and I personally don't think he ever refound that form either before his major injury or, or after it. So I just don't can't see us signing all these midfielders and still having Tom at the club. I don't know. I think I think he started the the promotion season pretty well. I think uh, uh, the, the, there's a League One footballer in Tom Conlon. There's definitely a League One footballer in there. There's just there's 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 things that need to click. And you, for me, the issue with it was you saw him shy away from free kicks, which says to me that either his left foot isn't right or his right foot isn't right. And I'm sure that the right one was the one they got an injury on. And if you're taking a free kick, you're planting that right foot. And that's, you've got to trust that not to give away. And I really don't think he trusted it. So you see sometimes players take 18 months recover from major injury. So hopefully- yeah, if he does, yeah, if he does, if he does leave Vale, and he goes, and I, I really hope he goes on to have a really, really good career elsewhere. If that's what he chooses. And if he does get back into the side, he's either done amazingly, amazingly well, or these players we've signed are not the players they think they've signed. They've signed League One players here, and Conlon's never yet proved that he can be a League One player. He may be able to, but I don't think he has yet. I think that's fair. I, I, I think that's, uh, that, that's fair. I think, like you say, I think if Conlon breaks into that team through the players we've signed being poor, then we've catastrophically fucked this window up. Yeah. If he breaks into it because he's run further than every one of them in, in pre-season, he's played every friendly and done something in each one of them, he's showing stuff on the training pitch, then kudos Tom Conlon. Yeah, because less, lesser, men, lesser men have throw, thrown, thrown the towel in and gone, seeing a bit, I'm off to wherever, yeah. then stay and fight. And I think Tom Conlon is the sort of person that will go out there and do everything he can 
to prove that he is good enough. I don't think he's the sort of player that's going to sit and sulk. I think he's the sort of player that go out there and go, I will run that extra yard in training. I will do this. I will do that. That's how he comes across to me. I just think it depends how the conversation went. Do you know what I mean? I think you get a feeling like you you know when a new new boss turns up at work, Bears, you get a feeling, don't you? Of where where do you stand in this pecking order? And well, all mine love me, obviously. Yeah, obviously, but yeah, I just think when you come in, it if you if you're in a place where four or five people have been brought in that do play in a similar position, sort of thing, and then other things build up and. I'm sure there's been behind the scenes talks. I, I keep harping on about about the captaincy, like and and such like. You'd get that feeling. You know where you you you'd know if you're wanted would be yeah. the big thing there. Yeah. Um, no, I get that. I get that. And, that, and that, that's just my thing. And like, I I just want. I hope Tom comes back fully fit because I didn't. People people think I enjoyed it last season, but I didn't enjoy berating him. I didn't enjoy moaning about him playing and stuff like that. Like Bez, you didn't enjoy moaning about Massey and stuff like that. Ooh, to know. You know, you know full well you don't want to be doing that. No, I don't. I'm joking. And 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 that's the thing. Like I, we don't want to be doing that, but also like you you've we've, we've got to be fair. Like we, we've got to we've got to pull out when we think it's poor. I know some people think that we've gone too far a couple of times and whatnot, but. I've tried to be as fair as I can. I, and I, I say, I do think the injuries affected him and maybe that is down to poor recruitment as well, that we haven't, we hadn't signed the players that could, could play and give him that time to recover properly. Who knows? But proof's in the pudding now. We've signed some, signed some good on paper players. Um, in my eyes, if Will goes with five away from a complete squad, um, three strikers, you'd say, a centre half and then a bit of a utility player um that could play play out wide maybe. And then 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 we're happy we're getting in with like a 20, 22, 23 man squad. Yeah. Where do you see me. where do you see Tommy and Plenty? Tommy out on loan, Plenty in and around, I think. Tommy, yeah, agree, out on loan, plenty in. For me and Johnny, we've had a little charity bet. We'll say it on air, so it's out there in the public. Yeah, I've said that Plenty will be involved in 15 goals this season in all competitions, and by involved, that's either score or assist. Yeah, and you've said he won't. Does yeah. that leave? It's all competitions. All said. competitions. Yeah, all... but when we're 10 first in all competitions, and I, I asked him to clarify if he, if he was putting the kids trophy in there which he said he was so I asked I asked for it to be up to 15 yeah so and I said yeah I'll up it to 15 so I've got plenty 15 goal contributions so score or assist Johnny says no once he's done the 15 I will give Johnny a charity to send 20 quid to if he doesn't Johnny will give me a charity and I'll send 20 quid to it yeah this this, this again isn't this isn't me not rating plant and not not liking him. This, this is me thinking it's it's one season too early for him to be put putting too much emphasis on. I think I see him as either staying and playing 15, 20 minutes here and there off the bench or going out on loan to a National League club and getting that valuable experience. That's, that's I where would, I see Plenty. For me, if Plenty has to start 25 games, it's a similar situation to what we said about Tom Conlon. 
the recruitment's gone wrong. I'd like to see him used, as you said. I'd like to see him stay coming on when, when we can, but we don't have a building. I don't think he should be starting. Not yet. Before we go, I've got one last thing for you to add if we are going, but... We are, yeah. Good, because we've got one... You've got one... <laughs> bedtime. Yeah. You've got one... You've got one top player. We've got this money from Will Forrester. Who would you like to see us sign? Do you think we can? Ooh, that's a good name. I thought about that. Are you talking go out and pay a fee for and take them? Or? It doesn't matter. We, we go out and sign them. How we do it is immaterial. Whether we have to pay them a bit more money or we buy them or something like that. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll go for Sam Smith. He's got a lovely voice. <laughs> I'll go for Lewis Capaldi. He's having a break. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a big fan of Taylor Swift. <laughs> go on, Johnny. Well, best things. Uh, mine, was, mine was Sam Smith as well, mate. I think you, you, look, you look at his goal-scoring record for Cambridge, a team that's flat to deceive the last few seasons, and he's got 12, I think he's got 12 or more in the last three years in League One. Yeah. But I think Sam Smith was attainable anyway without this money, or should have been. So I think you're setting the bar too low. I don't know. I, I think it depends who, you, depends who you get going up against. I'd put Sam Smith in the Connor Ripley bracket, I would, that... A team like a top six side, or a team wanting top six, will be looking at a lad that scored 12 goals in a shit Cambridge side and going, if Mendes Lang's running down and putting these balls in the box, that lad's going to score 20 goals a season. So I, I honestly think Sam Smith's in, in that bracket of he's, he's, he's mouldable into a 20 goal a season striker by scoring 12 goals in a Cambridge side. Right, thinking outside the box. Well, I hope not, because we need strikers. We've got enough midfielders. Thinking inside the six-yard box, have we now got the money that we can go, say, to, say, Everton? We'll take Lewis Dobbin on loan for the season and we can afford to pay more of his wages now? Possibly. Can we go to Huddersfield and say, Big Tyrese is doing nothing there? <laughs> Send him down the veil. But do, you want to ask, do you want to ask him for Kean and Kyle um, Hudlin as well? Ask for all three of them. I don't think we're going to get that much money for Forrester that we can have all three. Yeah, just on loan. Just say, can we have all three on loan, please? And we'll pay a big chunk of the wages. Yeah. Just, would you spend the money on a loan player? See, I didn't think I would. I'd like us to sign somebody who we'd have a resaleable value. I, I think that signing a player on and I think loan... you're right. I do think you're right. And I do think that's the model of the club. I think it's got to be. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, everyone, yeah. No, and I do think you're right. That's a valid point. I'm just thinking of who, you know, did well in League One last year that potentially, you know, Dale Taylor. I personally would love Dale Taylor. I think he ripped us apart at Vale Park last season and he bullied Smith, which not many players do. But again, I only see that being a loan signing. I don't see Forrest letting him go permanent. However, if we've got 150 grand for Forrest and it's in an F or 200 grand, could you say to Forrest, you know what, he is 100 grand, let us have him? Would they let him go for 100? I don't know. I suppose, I suppose you'd, you'd put, you'd have to have that buyback clause or something along them lines, wouldn't you? But mm. yeah, I think when you look at League Two strikers last season and stuff like that, League One strikers, sorry, last season. Got one. There is. Go on. Tyler Walker still hasn't got a club. 
Can you yeah, go and but, offer him a wage that's competitive? Now I know he's got a bad injury record. Tyler Walker. I think he's a real player. See, my one, now, now, now you just said that, in terms of Sam Smith, you feel was like attainable, will be Alfie May. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be the one that now, now there's a bit of money there because I... Apparently, Gillingham were interested in him, which we know they've got a decent amount of money yeah. behind him and stuff like that. But Neil Harris has basically turned around and said, yeah, I've asked for him, but, you know, uh, it's it's one of them. Alfie May will be a bit like Colin Ripley for me. I agree. Rag came back to the very start before the, the Amsterdam started running around the wheel and the lecture went off. Johnny said that Colin Ripley was a statement signing. I agree. And I think Alfie May or Sam Smith will be a statement signing at the other end of the pitch. And I think that would be a real thing for Vale to get. Fit a really good striker who's proven to go with a really good keeper who's proven. I think that would be amazing business. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm looking at everyone else in the league and, like, let, let's be honest. So, so stri- just, just quickly, strikers that scored 10 goals or more last, last season, right? So there was that Josh Josh Coburn that was at Bristol Rovers on loan from Middlesbrough. The absolute like unit. You had Lee Gregory that's 34. James Collins at 32. Stockton's got a club. Alice Harrison. Um you had that Ben House that was at Lincoln. Yeah. Um, which I don't think that's attainable. Um <laughs> Miles, Miles Levin from Charlton. Um, again, don't think that's that's attainable. James Norwood, Jack Marriott, Niall Ennis, Giovanni Brown, Sam Smith. Giovanni Brown, Brown obviously, has got a club now. Yeah, he has. Ryan Hardy, Victor Adeboijo, Devante Cole, Sam Nombi, Dion Charles, Aaron Collins, Ladapo, Smith, May, Bishop. McGoldrick, Clark Harrison, Chaplin. Let's be honest, out of them that just that that's ten goals or more. But out of them, there's there's probably a handful that are attainable. Really? Really. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've just gone on transfer market and gone for players that are out of contract where the last club is now a League One club. Okay. And it's not a long list to be fair. So let's see. Uh, Lucas Yauk was obviously Redknapp and relegated, not attainable. What? No, no, I don't think. I, I think. I think he's been released because of work permit issues as well. Fair enough. Definitely not attainable. Then Sam Smith as your next one. This is in what they rate him market value. Macaulay yeah. Bond out of contract, late Orient. Always thought he was decent. Not. Don't know if he's the answer. Don't think he's done it at League One level. But always thought he was decent. Harvey Nibs. Alice Kachunga. Okay. Again, probably unattainable. Big James Wilson. <laughs> He's on there. Shane Long. Gary Dean. Goal Christian, Yeah, Christian Norton. Matty Taylor. Louis Malt. Sam Winall. Toby Show Silver. And Sonny Fish. I didn't realise Gary Medine was only 32. Yeah, Sam Wenzel's only thirty-two as well. I thought he was a bit older. To yeah, Sam Wenzel's made a paper though. Yeah, and they're players that were last at a League One club. They were the main position as striker and yeah. contract. If you go where the last ones are League Two clubs, and I'll just go for the top end here because 
we won't be looking at the bottom end. David Mayo, is top. Uh, Moyo, sorry. Moyo, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Umar Nias, which obviously he had a trial at Vale, we all know. Sam Bui, who's 25. Is who he is? Mumbongi. Connor Wilkinson. Kieran Agard, 33 now. Yeah, there's no one in there, really. So, three names for you here. Right? Go on, then. Talk, on. We're talk, you're talking about the, the, the money conversation that you've just had. Yeah. British on Boonga. Do you know, I've just opened the championship one, he's the top one on there. I don't think we could afford him, but I'd love British on Bologna, although I'm not sure he's the player he once was. Lyle Taylor. Yeah, like Lyle Taylor. And he's, he's, he's on Constantine's book, so Leon, go on. Um, and I don't know if he passed the dickhead test. Why is he a dickhead? I don't know, it's just the impression I get. Oh, he's 33. He downed tools at Forest, didn't he, to force the move out? Yeah, I didn't realise he was 33 either. Yeah, he's 33 years. I've, I don't know anything about him, so I've obviously gone to Wikipedia. He's too old. We can't be, we can't be paying money. For a 33 year old, the, the model's got to be somebody younger with potential resale value. I can't see that he's not the one. And then the last one was Connor Wickham. I liked yeah. Connor Wickham. Yeah, I liked Connor Wickham in January, but obviously, January was like a whole different world now when we thought we were going to be signing players. I liked him then when he's left Forest Green again. I just think he's not the type of player we should we will be looking for. His age this profile. Wiki, not Wikipedia, transfermarket.co.uk. He's got Mark Harris is out of contract from Cardiff. Now, obviously, we had him on loan, and it's fair to say he didn't set the world alight when he was here on loan. He's done okay in the championship at Cardiff. He's 24. So the right age is sort of what we're looking for. Potentially an outsider. I don't know if we could afford him after he's, you know, we scored goals in the championship and he's still only 24. But Mark Addis is on the list there. As you say, Connor Wickham's on the list. Troy Deeney's on the list at 35. Yeah, uh, yeah. What about so, Sean Maguire? He's on the list. Yeah, Sean Maguire's on the list at 29. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just... Ty- Tyler Walker's on that list, of course, and Luke Jeffcott. Luke Jeffcott. And, and Daniel Butterworth's on that list. Please, God, no. (laughs) So there is players out there, but some are attainable, some aren't. And I think think strikers are always always the ones that demand the most money and dig the heels in the most because you want to be the best player, player, don't you, as a striker? Yes. It's definitely the hardest hardest place to fill in the team, isn't it? Because, like you say, if you're any good... You can sit around a bit, can't you? Wait and see what's coming in. You're not going to grab the first, the first, you know, the first or second offer. And the type of players we're talking about, the likes of Sam Smith, there's not just going to be us coming in for him, you know, um, or Tyrese or people like that. So you, you would imagine that to be the back end before you know, like we've done. I think on paper we've done really well so far, but the acid test still comes in. Who will partner Ellis up front? And are they going to get us 10 to 15 goals a season to make it a successful season? And I still think that's to be proven. 
I think I think that's the big thing, isn't it? With with a striker, you could score somebody that scored thirty goals a season for the past ten years, and it, it never score a goal for you. But you could score a lad that's never scored a professional goal in his life, and him going back twenty five in his first first season. So it's 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 all about confidence with strikers. You you look at Popey, it that says it all. Like never had a season like promotion season in his life beforehand. Ne- never, never had one again after because everything he touched turned to gold, and it wasn't just the whacking in the box and the head on the stick or score a goal. He was scoring all types of goals that season because he was confident. And I think that's the big thing you've got to do: pump your striker with confidence, and away they go. So, yeah. do you remember when Norwood played for Tranmere when he came from non-league that season? He had, yeah. When he, that that's the type of thing you want to drop in your lap. When we played them at our place and we battered him, he just scored two goals on the break. If you can land someone like that, and that's a big, big if and a big, big ask for something like that to drop for you, then that's where you're at, isn't it? But otherwise, which is why I go back to Sam Smith because of what you said, Johnny. If you're paying him top money, you're not guaranteed because you never can be, but you're as certain as you can be that he will do it for us. There's less of a risk than someone like that. Who was the lad? Max Waters have answered my own question. <laughs> Max Waters? Scored the goals at Crawley and then got the move to Cardiff and never really yeah. did a lot after. I think he's still a fairly youngish age, mid-20s. He's, he's, he's only 24, scored 4 and 19 for Barnsley last year. Mm. He's I mean, one that you'd maybe look at. Don Telford. What's his no. situation? No, not looking at him again. Had his chance, fucked it. Yeah, Max Waters fits the bill. I think he's the right age profile and and whatnot. But yeah, I think like you say, there's the strikers out there, and I think that's that's the key thing, isn't there? There's there's a lot of time left now. What have we got? Three weeks till we bugger off to Spain? Something like that. Two weeks before the well, just under two weeks till the first friendlies that we're going to see. Although for those that haven't listened to Andy's Crosby interview with Phil Bowers, go have a listen. Great interview. And he did say before we play Kids Grove in Newcastle, there'll be a couple of behind closed doors friendlies. Yeah, a couple of 45 minutes here and there and stuff like that. We'll yeah. The lads. It's, it's, One name that some Vale fans will throw out, and I know, Johnny, you will hate this. Big Uchi still training with the kids up Middlesbrough. I can't see Uchi and Harrison working together. No, I think it's either or. I don't think they yeah. play together. Yeah. I agree with you. And I think it's yeah, too... I can't see that. I think they're both on too much money to be either or. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And just seeing in Oldham have announced they've signed Charlie Raglan. Yeah. Good signing, that is. Them. Yeah. So, did they right. go down? Were they still in the conference or did they go down again? No, they stayed up, Oldham. Did they stayed up, did they? Yeah, Scumthorpe went down again. Yeovil went down. Yes, Scumthorpe. Scunthorpe are offering a place on the board I've seen today Yes I saw another club Who's the other club team in there? Well it could be some, Someone was offering to sell 15% of the club for a place on the board And the money go back into the club Fair enough And I can't well, think yeah. yeah come on then I'm getting bad It's a school night yeah. But yeah, I think uh, to the question that you asked me earlier, I think we've made improvements across across the pitch with with the exception of right wing back because 
Mitch has got big shoes to fill. I think it's, it's going to take a lot to to fill Waz's shoes. Um, so Mitch has got big shoes to fill there. But I think so far, so good. Um, Agree with you on that. But when it comes to right wing back as a squad, I think we've made an improvement because I think both of them are better than Sammy Robinson. Yeah, understand. agree with you there. But for the yeah. starting 11, I agree. Whoever come in was never going to be an instant improvement. They've got to go and prove it on the pitch because was as was it. Yeah, he is. And I think that's that that's that's always going to be the case. And it's similarly with the striker that comes in that they're gonna have shoes to fill with Willow because we we were we were spoiled with Wilson in terms of the, the player. We were in League Two. When you'd actually look back on the cold lie today, last season it was pretty shit. Yeah, but we don't Darby away. That was it. Yeah. I can't think of any other game where I think God Willow was brilliant. Barnsley away Plymouth changed away. the game when he came on. Plymouth away. Yeah. Barnsley away with help from others. I don't think it was just Willow that changed that game. If I remember rightly that night, Dan Butterworth come on was exceptional that night. Jack Stevens was exceptional. Jack Stevens was exceptional. Obviously he didn't come on to change it, but he was exceptional that yeah. night. I just think when Willow came on, it was that touch on the edge of the area that got them all worried where he just brought it down like Willow did and then powered away. And I'm not bashing Willow. If Willow turns around now and says, do you know what, I'll take a 50% pay cut stay and give me the rest as appearance, I'd take him back tomorrow. I love James Wilson. Oh. So I'm not bashing him by any stretch of the imagination. But I think when you look back over last season, he certainly didn't have the impact he did in League Two. And I don't think that's because he couldn't play at League One. I just don't think he ever got a run of games where he was fit last season. I've got no doubt he could have had the impact and still could nap. Yeah, I think he could. But I suppose we'll see at Fleetwood. Yeah. If, if he if he earns his South contract there. Um, but yeah, I think at the minute, I'd say seven out of ten in terms of on paper. Um, it's only a seven because, like I say, Worrell is, is it would have taken a, I know it's the opposite side, but the ex-Fleetwood, uh, Forest Green wing back that ended up at Barnsley. Um, who am I thinking about? Nicky Cadden. Nicky Cadden. Mm-hmm. It, it would have taken that sort of name to, to, to replace Worrell and you'd be comfortable that you've replaced him with better. Um, Steve, like you covered with Mitch, the last time was a bit of a flop, but overall I'm excited by it. Um, and it's and that's one of the reasons for it seven. And the other is because we haven't got the strike force sorted. So who knows what might happen there. But positive window so far. Flickcroft, the recruitment team, are doing a very good job. Crosby seems to know what he wants. And we we are going with a clear philosophy. And we've signed a couple of players that look like they can take a dead ball. So let's hope the Vale Park curse doesn't strike. Fingers crossed. And I've got to say, it's gone quiet on the um, knocking a day Flickcroft at the moment, which is good yeah. because it shows that people are actually sitting back and going, actually, we're having a good wind, are you? Yeah. yeah. You've got to wait see what happens. But what, what runs through this for me is like what Jolly's just said. We seem to have a clear plan of what we want and where we want to go. And again, I go back to last season. It's blatantly obvious we didn't. Signing players like um, Butterworth and Dennis, they were, I think it was Andy who said in our group, they were answers to a question that wasn't asked. And this time, we seem to be signing players to play away. Whether that will work or not, time will tell. But we're definitely heading in a direction. 
not just different one direction where we could differ one the other week. We've got a philosophy. Let's see if it works. Yeah. Boom. And that is that is that until the next couple of signings, unless it's a real biggie. Um, not saying that none of these haven't been biggies, but you know, it's been nice to have a bit of a break. Not like that we haven't all spoke every day in the group chat, but you know, 152 messages a day. Yeah, at minimum. A lot of them were about Philip Schofield, though. Yeah. <laughs> no it, comment. <laughs> But yeah, but every everyone the the, pos- the positives come out of it. We've signed some good players. We've got a good quiz. Well, we hope it's going to be a good quiz. Settled in for September. It's a Friday night. They are at home on the Saturday, so no excuses that you've got to be. One last one, Johnny. Did you sign up for the five k run this weekend? Um, yes. So that's a no. Are you going to? Um, plans. Um. Watching me air. Shit house. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll see what the plans are this weekend. I'm dead fat. I do need to be doing something. Shit house. You I am promised on this podcast. I did, you're right. And I'm, like I say, I'm, I'm really fat now. Yeah. I do right. need Everyone, once you've listened to this, tweet Johnny to say, get yourself signed up for the 5K. I'm signed up, so we'll see you down there. Yeah, the 5K is coming. This um, it is, and just just a massive shout out to 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 all the sponsors um, that that we've got. Paralysis escape rooms. You can get yourself down there. You know, um, repair hyphen glasses. The the sun's disappeared a little bit, but you know, if you can and need your glasses fixing, pop over. Um, we've got Andy's Andy PVFC's taxis. Lots lots of holidays going on nowadays, and then last but. By no means least, Johnny's Bar. Um, if you can get down there and support him at the moment, he'd be very much grateful for it. A few extra pints w- wouldn't go amiss. In the bar, there was there was a bit of a fire, which was on Coral, was it, Bez? Yes, yes. So right. We won't go into that too much because obviously the fire investigation, looking into that, we started, blah, 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 blah. This, <laughs> Nothing suspicious at this stage, just looking in. But yeah, a bit of a fire. Luckily, he's open, he's trading. Get yourself down there, support him. This Sunday, myself, Tom Amos, Dicko, Gadge will be in there from about two, having a game of dominoes. So if anyone wants to join us, feel free. We'll be in there Sunday from about two. So after the fun run, if you want to get down Johnny's bar for a game of dominoes, or just come have a pint in the chat, feel free to join us. On Paralysis Escape Room, we've just had something in, literally hot off the press. They're going to do an offer for our podcast listeners. So it's a competition. If anyone buys a game for the next month, you'll be entered into a competition to win a six-player voucher for free worth £130. All you need to do is put in the comment when booking Ale and Vale podcast or Paralysis performance of the match. So when you book, because obviously they will be sponsoring the player of the match next season. So when you book, put in the comments, Ale and Vale podcast or Paralysis performance of the match. And that's over at Paralysis. And you'll be entered into a free prize draw where the winner will get a voucher for 130 quid. So six players. There you go. Hot, hot off the press. Hot off the press and just tell them Bez I sent you. I tell you. 
pop that in there as well. Just go, Ale and Vale, Paralysis play the match, Bez has sent me. Yeah, and if you scream, say, bloody hell, he scared the dog shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> or was it, are you twat, was, was Tom's favourite. No, Tom's was, oh, you slag. Yeah, that was it. I need was one. <laughs> and if you, do, if, you, if you do put anything to do with us, then please be prepared that they are sycophants there. They do like to torture. Um, and we did get that song that shall not be made without named hummed down whilst we were trying to concentrate, and it really threw me off my game. Yeah, and we didn't stand there laughing for those that are wondering what song. Exactly. And there we go. There we we go. are Romeo done. So good luck in Bolton to Will, um, because by the time we finish <laughs> recording this pod, he's been played a full season. and um, you know, Good testimonial. So we've, we've been rattling on. Um, people have asked for it. It's here. Have an ale and up the veil. Go wild with generative AI in Adobe Photoshop. Create anything you can imagine just by typing a text prompt like a jaguar. No, a jaguar on a spaceship. Yes, this changes everything. Try it now at Photoshop.com. So it's full time from the pod and we've just lost again. And now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez? Well, I'm looking to who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was, cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight and enjoy it through the app. Johnny? Yeah, there we go. So, automate delivery on, on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale. And up the veil. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.